0: Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. Not a threat.
1: Just a fact. Morning edition.
0: It's morning edition. Uh, It's 1140 where I am. I got a fresh Beeb that I plan to drink. And my nickname this week is Bigger Luke than before.
1: Hmm. (laughs) Wait, what's your real name?
0: That's my nickname.
1: I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Alex Leafcrunch. And my don't talk to me before I've had my podcast mug is... Raising a lot of questions that are answered by said mug.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Val Flight Cub, and 27 years ago on this date, I was baby.
0: And
1: yet,
2: in this day, at this time, you're still baby. I'm still baby. 27 years baby and going strong. Well, going as strong (laughs) as a baby
1: is. So,
0: I mean, are you a buff baby? Yes, I'm also sometimes.
1: Boss. Baby boss.
0: Just like the movie Baby Boss. Yeah, just like the legal baby boss from the Boss Baby. Mm-hmm. From the movie so, Baby Boss. This has been a really, really big week for things happening. Mm-hmm. We had no uh, primarily just like the Democratic debates happened again, and I watched some of them regrettably.
1: Mm. My condolences.
0: Yeah, that's where we're going to lead off this week is talking about that shit. Yep. Um,. The big one is um, Tim Ryan is apparently in control of my microphone because he doesn't want anyone to yell. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why my microphone is like weirdly quiet while we were trying to set up today is because because Bernie Sanders frightened his son. Yes. His large adult (laughs) son. And now he is he just doesn't want uh, Bernie Sanders to yell anymore. Nope, And he made a sticker about it. He literally made a sticker about buy. it that says, You don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020. Yep. Drop
1: out, you fucking coward. I mean, on the other hand, who yells?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bernie Sanders. Yeah. That's true. So I will say, You don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020.
0: Period.
1: You don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020.
2: You don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020. I
0: and will shouldn't. never yell Tim Ryan 2020. Yeah. In fact, I never will. I won't even whisper it. I won't even ASMR Tim Ryan 2020. Tim Ryan 2020. Okay, but you just did, so. Yeah, Yeah. I guess I did.
1: You don't have to yell Tim Ryan 2020.
2: You don't have to. And in fact, you shouldn't. And you don't have
0: to vote Tim Ryan 2020. Did either of you actually watch any of the debate? Fuck no. Oh, you guys are so much smarter than me. I watched the gif of that one guy looking stupid. Oh, that's John Delaney, and he was the next guy. Oh, yeah. First of oh, all, yes. multiple people I said the name John Delaney to thought I was saying John Mullaney.
1: I think that every single time.
2: <laughs> and I ran for presidential election, you know, like a liar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he's just absolutely useless in every way. And mm-hmm. he kept getting dunked on the debate stage. And it was extremely funny every time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he did not have like, any ability to... Control his face? No! Or tell his face that he
2: was getting owned.
0: Yeah, and his face showed the own on the face every time. It was very funny when it was realized by Elizabeth Warren that her proposed wealth tax would affect John Delaney specifically. (laughs) Because you could really see the look on both of their faces while it was happening. Like, Elizabeth Warren just rubbing her hands together. She just... (laughs) Um, Elizabeth Warren did pretty good on the debate stage. She's like really shown herself as a candidate. There's obviously still problems with her policies not really generally going far enough because, mm-hmm. like, her main thing seems to be like Bernie Sanders, but not as much. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then also like a wealth tax, yes, because so I don't just, think Bernie Sanders is proposing a wealth tax,
1: so instead of Bernie Sanders, just Bernie Sand
0: <laughs> it's Bernie Sand-ish. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Burn is too strong. It's like a mild... It's scaldy sand.
1: Scaldy sand.
0: Who's Elizabeth the- Warren is like when you walk on the beach without sandals <laughs> when it's really hot out. Oh, like, but- you're not quite getting burnt, but you're still going, Ooh, ouch, 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 oh, oof, oh, my feet. Uh, uh, should have worked. Uh. Except that, that, that mild discomfort is the mild discomfort felt by rich people who should be having their heads removed instead. Right. So it's mm-hmm. impossible to say.
1: Um, Matt? Yes. Does does Sandy Gas learn Brian?
0: Sandygast does not learn Brian.
1: I can say that did. with confidence. If it did, then think about it.
0: You know what? I'm thinking about it? That's it. I'm thinking about it.
1: Wait, is it Brine or Scald? Never mind. This isn't a podcast about Pokemon. You were thinking Scald. <laughs> I was. And
0: Brian, there is it? like one water type, one non water type that learns Scald, and it's Embor. Embor the big pig. Nee Sanders. Embor Emboar Sanders. Emboar Sanders. You and know Barney what, Sanders. if you think
1: about it, if you think about it... And Borny Sandergast. If you really Shit. think about it.
0: And Borny Sandergast, if you really think <laughs> about it. Um, the, the debate also had a very good uh, worst person you know makes a great point moment. Mm-hmm. Which seems to happen at every debate. Because Kamala Harris did it last debate yep. against Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And this time it was Tulsi Gabbard against Kamala Harris. Yes.
1: Who, and I cannot stress this enough, is that...
0: Tulsi Gabbard is a representative from Hawaii. She is part Samoan and part Indian, I believe, like Tamil Indian, Mm. and basically ripped Kamala Harris for her record of, like, imprisoning people while being a prosecutor, Mm -hmm. because she was a prosecutor. And by definition, that's what you do.
1: Yes. Good for her.
0: And it's good, but, like... Having trouble summoning all the reasons why Tulsi Gabbard is bad in my head, but I know one of them was like until like relatively recently she had strongly homophobic positions.
1: Mm.
2: And also apparently according to WikiFeet, she has the best feet of all the democratic
1: candidates. Mm. R-
0: Did you uh, just do you have a rating of all the 2020 democratic candidates feet? No. No, I just have that one input. Ah oh, man, I right. wish you just had the whole list and then we can go over the whole list. That would be pretty funny if we talked about. We in could detail. do like a
1: I uh, guess who, but with feet instead of faces.
0: <laughs> um,
2: Stephanie says Bernie is running, so his feet feet gotta be a little
1: foot. true, yeah,
0: right? But capable- John Delaney definitely has terrible feet. There's no way that man has foot hygiene.
2: I'm sure John Delaney was born. I mean, John Delaney. I'm sure John Delaney <laughs> was born
0: with eight toes. And it's On not each even foot? like
2: <laughs> take your pick. Honestly,
0: I don't yeah, know. Yeah, take your pick. Um, Let me just Google Andrew Yang feet was his standard, like, libertarian self at this debate.
1: How many toes does he have? Does he got toes? Does he ha- got toes? Uh,
0: one thing, the one point that I wanted to zero in on is he had, like, this really big, like, climate alarmism take, mm. which is basically, like, we're fucked already, go to high ground, which is, like, how rich people think about climate change all the time. Yeah. And it's very defeatist. hmm And I just like the opposite tack of that, which is taken by, um... Canadian uh, People's Party of Canada leader Maxime Bernier, who is like mm. the the new like far-right party in Canada because mm. we get to have one of those. Yep. The mm-hmm. far left are targeting our kids. They've been teaching socialist propaganda for decades. Now they encourage children to be gender-fluid and change sex, and they frighten them with climate-alarmist nonsense. This is child abuse as a recruitment technique. So this guy's, you know, just the, the leader of a political party that's definitely going to capture seats in the legislature. Mm. So that's how Canada's doing
1: yeah also the person that he's uh quote tweeting there uh calls the people environmental marxists yes which is just like yeah dude yeah (laughs) dude we should share the environment
0: yes it should be distributed in a way that's fair and not people owning a whole bunch of land and then exploiting it ruthlessly which is environmental capitalism
1: the resources we have should not be commodified amazing
0: Wow, who'd have thunk it? But yeah, no, Andrew Yang's take is bullshit. Um, there, are any any time, maybe like later than what was originally necessary to start fighting like large scale climate disaster, but any time to start is better than no time at all. Yep. And even it's like even if we don't reverse the effects necessarily, we still will get cleaner air and more efficient infrastructure. <laughs> which are mm-hmm. good things that we should be striving for anyway.
2: Right. It's wild because it's like um, he's he understands the climate change is real and is a threat, but he's like, because it's so late, we might as well just keep doing exactly what we're doing now and not change anything, which is an interesting I mean, that, way that's to basically, get to the same end point as conservatives.
0: Like, Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of um, like oil executive boosting conservatives have taken basically the same tack. They're like... They denied it for long enough that it passed like what was deemed a tipping point. Right. And then now we're just like, well, the oil's there. We might as well get it since we're all gonna die. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, it's all about short term profits, right? Just it's quarterly profits are the literal only thing that ma- ma- that matters to any business. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, well Like we not work. even long term long term sustainability of a business does not matter because people People at the top, people in management, will just cycle themselves out when a business isn't profitable anymore. Mm. Or they'll just, like, pull a bane capital and run it into the ground while extracting all the resources from it, like they did to Toys R Us.
2: Exactly.
0: So, like, that, the, nothing will ever matter other than short-term profits to these people, so no one should take them seriously.
2: Right. Like, in our current system, you know, everyone is kind of every man for himself and uh, being exploitative and uh, terrible and non-altruistic. But, you know, mm-hmm. we have so little time left uh, because of the climate change. We really it's got to be every man for himself now, uh, mm-hmm. which is different mm-hmm. because now it's uh, because of a different now it's because of the envir- environment and not because uh, cap- capitalism is structured. Right. That way. So it's uh, yeah, it's like it's smart instead of
1: it- cruel. It's like, oh, we like maybe we were wrong to do things this way before, but now that it's too late we have to do these things like before but even more.
0: Mm-hmm. We have to do them harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have no choice. Because otherwise we'll make the money sad.
1: We will. Right. and it's it's all about the money. The money's
0: gonna but yeah, so, be so sad. as the one person here who watched like three quarters of the democratic debates overall, um, there was some strong moments from Elizabeth Warren, as I said. Bernie Sanders killed it pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um Absolutely buried John Delaney.
1: Oh, can we talk about the map of uh, uh, individual donors to the Democratic candidates? Mm -hmm.
0: Do you have that handy?
1: I I can find it. And how they had to make a second map that excluded Bernie Sanders, because the first map was almost entirely Bernie Sanders.
2: Oh, good. Yes. So it's like, all of Texas is Beto and... um, Indiana is is Buttigieg, but it, everybody's got their own home states, but then literally mm-hmm. everything else is just Bernie.
0: Yeah. And there's been th- that makes sense. There's been some interesting Buttigieg had Buttigieg had the one good moment where he repeated the one good line that he's had, mm-hmm. which is basically just like every single leftist line, which is they're going to call us socialists anyway, so we might as well try to do something better. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is what Buttigieg is offering is like warmed over, not even centrism. Right. So like that line only really works if you're going to try to put to forward like something even resembling a socialist policy. So it's very funny coming from him, but it is the tack that all Democrats should be taking. Right. Which is they should be putting forward socialism because they're just going to get called socialists anyway. So they might as well just do it and watch as it works.
2: Right. Yeah, it's funny, because he's like, we might as well just do whatever policies we want to put in place and not worry about being called socialists. But the policies he wants to put in place
0: are not... Yeah, well, because any- essentially that is taking the exact same strategy the Republicans are have been taking for years and doing it the other way. Right. Because Democrats seem to operate thinking that Republicans are acting in good faith, mm-hmm. where they never are. Right. Mm-hmm. They never are, never have been, never will be. Right. And so they should be taking... While Obama was president, they had control of the executive branch and both branches of the House. Yeah, but I mean, the House, the Senate, that, and the presidency at once, and they did nothing. Uh, yeah. They did absolutely nothing with that.
2: How, how would you ever get anything done if you have control of everything? So, you know, Yeah, it's like they, it's they, they did Medicare battle. for
0: All and spent like, well, sorry, they did the Affordable Care Act mm-hmm. and they spent like eight months passing Republican amendments to it to mm-hmm. make it worse. Mm hmm. Before putting it through, despite the fact that they could have just put it through.
2: Yeah. Well, the other thing was um, that the Affordable Care Act had input and uh, wanted the approval of uh, private insurance lobbies, which is yes. immediately the wrong thing to do. N- the wrong thing to do? You shouldn't do the it. The opposite thing. Like, why get permission from the people you're trying to
0: kick out, basically? Yeah, wow. This, this map
1: well, is when you is see, bonkers. when they go low, we go high. Uh, right. Who
0: The fuck is voting for Bullock? Who? That part Bullock didn't even make it into the first debate because he didn't pass the support threshold. Sandra Montana. Bullock. It's something Bullock. I don't know what the fuck his first name is anymore.
1: Bernie. He's Sandra one of the
0: Bullock. absolute nothing people. His his first name is actually Senator.
2: Yeah.
1: Senator, yeah. <laughs> Sandra, Bernie Bullock.
2: Bernie Sandra Bullock is what you said earlier, right?
1: Yes.
0: And yeah, Amy. Like, yeah, I didn't even talk about like half the candidates because they were all nothing. Like Amy Klobuchar was nothing mm-hmm. she managed to look smug the whole debate which was very weird hmm. like everything she was saying this just seemed to be full of derision at everyone else like there was a lot of um every single question that jake tapper asked was attacking a bernie sanders position oh my god mm-hmm. yeah basically every um, question was like bernie sanders why do you uh, hate america Why is going to the left bad and will make us lose against Trump? This was essentially every single question. This question uh, is for
2: uh, anybody else. What is your least favorite thing about (laughs) Bernie Sanders?
0: Yeah, so there was um, a really good Citations Needed episode on Jake Tapper a couple months ago. And then, like, if you follow them on Patreon, they have a news brief about Jake Tapper's, like, general cowardice. Mm. So, like, if you want to hear smart people talk about the debate... (laughs) Then I'd suge- I'd highly suggest getting uh, citations needed coverage on it, and also um, even more news with Cody Johnson and Katie Stoll. Mm-hmm. They had um, what's his name, the guy who does Behind the Bastards, Robert Evans, on, because yeah. they're they're actually going to be doing a podcast together called The Worst Year Ever, <laughs> which is going to be <laughs> about this election. Could be <laughs> about any time, and it's going to be very good. Um, and yeah, just if you want to hear like more in depth conversation about the debate than we're giving then i'd highly suggest those sources we're we're buying for the extremely online it's a different sect Mm. we're covering different audiences here Mm -hmm.
2: it's it's wild i mean one of the questions was literally framed like phrased like why should or like do you believe that the u.s should tie its own hands and like and with a policy of uh not striking first in nuclear attacks that's like well what an unbiased question you have that could it was m- so be bad. anything like
0: what and people were like attacking Elizabeth Warren for saying that she wouldn't first strike right and like the, the the implication of the question is that someone is gonna throw a nuke at the US right which is just so wildly unlikely
2: and that we'll know about it in advance and choose to do nothing about it
0: yeah like didn't we have like if, if any if any intelligence is suggesting that someone's gonna throw a nuke There's going to be a lot of stuff happening.
2: We had several lack of wars about nukes potentially being sent towards us and us getting them to not be sent to us.
1: Uh Lack of War is my favorite PlayStation exclusive video game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just it's Kratos and his son only fishing. That's it.
1: Be it's wonderful. just a JRPG
0: fishing minigame ga- mini minigame. Mm-hmm. Um so I just wanted to close thoughts on the debate with this tweet from Brooks, who watched the entirety of both debates but yet refused to appear on this episode because he's a coward. Super funny. Also- Brooks, go uh, H-Kip. Brooks, go on H Kip. Brooks, go on H Kip, please. You're smarter than us. Um can't I'm believe I have that. to wait until September to spend five more hours being extremely angry while watching something entirely voluntary that barely matters. And folks can I just give that a big mood? <laughs> Famous self hater Brooks watched
2: all of the dumb debates and is looking forward to looking watching more of them.
0: Yeah, well, so it, it is a lot like watching Game of Thrones, in which sometimes it's fun to make yourself angry. Mm-hmm. Except in this case, it's fun to make yourself angry about things that will fu- that like eventually fundamentally matter by people who clearly don't care as much as you do. Right? Mm-hmm. Like no one on that stage has the, is having their livelihood affected by the decisions made on that stage. No. And I feel like that's really the thing to zero in on.
2: I mean, a couple of them care, but it's not because they're going to
0: lose their health insurance about it. Exactly. Mm. That's what I mean. They're not going to be personally affected by it. Yeah. Because they'll always have health insurance as members of the House and Senate. Right. (laughs) For those of them that are. Or if Mm -hmm. they're not... And the ones that aren't are just rich. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And that's why they're just allowed on the debate stage.
1: So... Speaking of health insurance, though, we have...
0: Yeah, this is a big one.
1: A very, very exciting... Medicare
0: for All is now the official Democratic Party position in the US House, as the legislation now has 118 sponsors, which is an official majority majority of the House Democratic Caucus. Woo.
1: Like that is that is enormous. And like
0: So yeah, this is a landmark for Bernie Sanders and Premier Jayapal, who are the people who are basically who are sponsoring that bill. Mm-hmm. It was like And that's really cool. It was like a year ago
2: that it would that was like a crazy combination of words to even say. Like it was yeah. so out of nowhere that we would extend mm-hmm. Medicare to every person in the country, and now it's and like everyone agrees that it's a great idea because it is.
0: We're me, and me, me and Alex of the Leafed Crunch are two people who live in a country where that is just that's been the reality mm-hmm. as long as we've been alive. Right. Yeah, to a certain point, um, there are things that aren't covered by uh, by Canada's healthcare. Well, I mean, like in our case, Ontario's healthcare because healthcare is managed by the provinces. Mm-hmm. Through federal health uh, care tax transfers,
1: and we are in the in the middle of uh, a right wing reactionary push across Canada, uh, yes. which is making like a death by a thousand cuts is what it's trying to do to health care. Yes, but it's still I mean, much better than. no I healthcare. cannot
0: overstate how much health care transfers were cut under Jean Chrétien's Liberal government. Mm -hmm. And that the death by a thousand cuts has been enabled by the service reductions, which were created by the lack of funding for provincial healthcare services. Mm -hmm. Like it was actively made worse by a liberal government essentially, which is, it was just giving it the, the power to be broken down by conservative governments, which are moving in reactionary circles, Mm. gaining power and cutting more because the classic thing to do to public infrastructure that you want to privatize is to make it worse first. Right. So that you can justify privatizing. it, Exactly. Right. And so that's happening like all over right now, which is fun. Um, We do have one party, the uh, new democratic party, which is our essentially center left party, which is pushing to expand Canadian, uh, Canadian Medicare to cover dental and mental health services, which are currently not covered. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dental, mental health services, and uh, medication as well, because mm-hmm. medication is also not covered by provincial by by our provincial services or any national services. Although, as Bernie Sanders uh, made note of, you can get medications manufactured in the U.S. in Canada for like one tenth the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is one of the things that um, that they want to put in with PharmaCare in Canada is essentially. Reducing that price further by instituting, like, broad buying. So, essentially, the province would buy large amounts of medication, like, collectively, mm. to help distribute it at a lower cost, essentially just by purchasing in bulk.
2: Hmm, are you saying that collectivizing healthcare in some way reduces costs? Is good.
0: What? Uh-huh.
1: Well, oh, no, hmm. you see, because, um, actually... Uh, Canadians and Americans actually spend the same amount of money on healthcare. care. Um, it's just that Canadians are taxed on it, so they have to spend the money all at once, um, which is bad. Um, um, and they're, bad. Definitely, they're definitely spending the same amount of money as the Americans who are being uh, bled dry for it. They're not, right. definitely not uh, at com- like competitive prices.
0: Right, because uh-huh. it, like when you increase your taxes, sometimes people die. No one I know in Canada has ever had to make a GoFundMe for their healthcare. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Right, but, you know, Canadian taxes are so high that people definitely, um,
1: right. if you get sick, yeah.
2: will, could just go bankrupt and then um, die from
0: lack
1: of... Well, right, because, ta- because like, taxes when you, are so, so much. Because, when, Val, when you break your leg and you have to pay $150,000, mm-hmm. well, that's fair because you broke your leg. Um, but when I pay $150,000 in taxes uh, and I didn't break my leg, that's unfair because uh, I wasn't using that money.
2: Right. But you're like, you are, have to pay $150,000 in taxes.
1: Well, exactly. And uh-huh. that's why we live in uh, polar bears and ride on igloos to school.
0: Yeah. That just, that, that brings me into something that I had linked with this, uh, with this story, which is there's someone named Val on Twitter, Val Brown valbrownedu there's a lot of vowels uh on twitter there's a lot of vowels first question is about medicare for all sanders just said that canadians never get medical bills that didn't sound accurate what say ye canadians (laughs) and then hashtag dumb debate um later down in the thread it makes it obvious that this was an intentionally leading question so that she could get more Mm -hmm. so that she could get good responses to it yeah Mm. she's not actually that unimaginative (laughs) Because, like, a a strong number of Americans cannot imagine going to a doctor and not paying a bill. Yeah, just go and... The only time I've had to go to a doctor and pay a bill is when I was getting skin tags removed, because that's a cosmetic procedure. Yeah. And even then, it was $10.
2: Oh, my God.
0: I was paying for the cost of the, like, needles used to uh, anesthetize before they cut the skin tags off. My
2: co-pays aren't even as low as $10 (laughs) for, like, regular stuff. Yeah, like
0: and even then like the like private insurance that I got through my employer which like this was a minimum wage job that I was managing to get private employer insurance through. Okay. Cuz that's a thing that can happen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When insurance isn't like ludicrously expensive. Mm-hmm. Um I was paying like 45 bucks a month for it. Yeah, same here. And my deductible on dental, which was covered 80%, I had 80% of my dental covered. The deductible was $25.
2: I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be on this podcast anymore. I want, (laughs) (laughs) I have to go home. I'm taking my ball and I'm leaving because I'm. This is that's amazing. That is like this is the kind of thing that's possible because that's how much stuff actually costs. Yeah, yeah. in America, the cost is not the price. Kermit the Frog,
0: shaking his head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the the big thing that that kept coming up at the Dem debate was. People who'd fought hard to get their employer-based insurance Mm -hmm. under their union Mm -hmm. would be mad to lose this insurance. And, like, this insurance, from what I have seen, sucks fucking ass. You still have to pay for it. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, talking to, like, friends of the podcast, and, like, their co-pays are, like, $1,000 before anything gets covered. Yeah. $1,000, wait, a month? Wait. Do you mean deductible? I did mean deductible. Did you just okay. make the exact their same? Their copays. Did you make the exact
2: very same expensive. mistake
0: that Joe Biden did on the debate stage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, the difference is I don't have to know what these. The things difference are. is you're a exactly, Canadian podcaster, yeah. and he's trying to be the president of the United States. He's of trying America. to be the president. So yeah. Okay. So like the the copays are like. Something like three hundred four hundred a month, so you're paying that much, uh-huh. just to have the insurance, mm-hmm. and then the deductibles are like a thousand dollars before you actually start getting coverage, yep, so like there's no benefit to this. Why do you want this? yeah no it, well, like it's to have same. actually good insurance is like you'd have to you'd have to bargain for better insurance, and when you have like a socially provided insurance, your bargaining position gets better it's more leverage that means that means it's easier to you have leverage right you want leverage, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they don't want it. This is
0: fundamentally from people who don't understand what
1: unions do. Oh, yeah, exactly. They don't want it because it's the same logic as uh, we shouldn't have universal debt forgiveness because that's unfair to the people who already paid it off.
2: That is exactly what I was going to say. Yes. Same hat.
0: Um, And yeah, like, I paid off my student loans in like a year and a half. Because I was able to live at home with my parents who have like six figure incomes and I was able to work a job that I got because I knew a manager and work full time and not pay rent.
2: Right. So wouldn't you be so personally offended if someone else didn't have no! to do that?
0: <laughs> like some of my friends just don't have any fucking money. Right. And they don't have they don't have parents who work good union jobs like my parents do. Right. Like this is this is an extraordinary privilege I have, even in a place where like tuition costs significantly less. Mm-hmm. Like my my total debt load from my tuition from three years of university that I didn't finish and then two years of community college is my the total debt load is less than some people pay in tuition for a year in
1: mm-hmm.
0: the States. Yep. Do you want to know what the number is, Val, or would you get really mad?
2: <laughs> um I don't have any student debt.
0: Uh so Okay. I won't get mad. My total debt load was $29,000.
2: Yeah, that's less than I paid for a semester. Uh-huh.
0: One.
1: Yeah, it's fucking wild. Or
0: maybe a year. But still. And like 3 3 of those years were engineering, which is the most expensive degree you can get in Canada as an undergrad. Jeez. It was like $9,600 a year. Yeah, that was the total.
2: Th- I mean, that's less than like just the interest that some people will pay.
0: Uh Like engineering in the States. I've seen the, I've seen the tuition and sometimes it's like $60,000 and that's when you're going to an in-state school per year, Mm -hmm. per year. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't cost that much. Mm -hmm. The thing is like, yeah, there's just, it's administrative bloat for one thing, but it's also just like a fundamental misalignment of priorities. Yes. Like at every single level of government, at every single level of administration in like universities, it's a, a misalignment of how these things need to be organized. Yeah. And in in Canada, it is a lot of state subsidy. Like, a lot of public universities get state subsidies to run.
2: The fundamental uh, infrastructure of capitalism is a faulty
0: reward system. Mm-hmm. It's bad. It's always bad. How can someone as fucking stupid as John Delaney get that much money? <laughs> yeah. He's so fucking dumb. He's dumb as fuck. Well... And, like, Donald Trump! The first thing you have to do is be born
2: and... If you fuck that step up, then you're screwed. Just try again. Yeah. You just have to be born and your parents are rich. And then um, you just
1: have to, you have to quick load and quick save to get like a good roll. Yeah. Uh, And then once you have like a, like the RNG is in your favor, then you can keep going.
0: Right. Right. It really is just RNG, isn't it?
1: Rich. Num nuts. (laughs) Guy.
0: Rich. Num nuts. Guy. It's true. That's what it stands for. Mm -hmm. as far as i know that is what it stands for that's just what it stands for so yeah fundamental lack of imagination fundamental lack of organizing priorities that's just what it comes down to and the fact that democrats can't just look like you know a little bit north to where like all the canadians live within like two hours of the border Mm -hmm. we're all here you can see us we're right here
2: (laughs) yeah it's not that these things aren't feasible it's that there are too many people who profit off of these systems
0: yeah. that mm-hmm. but just like there are so many americans who just don't understand mm-hmm. going to the doctor and not having a bill right because they like, be- you just have to talk to one canadian to understand this yeah
1: yeah like so when i like when I, this came up in the discord i was like wait do you get like do they mail you the bill like that's how little i don't i understand <laughs> how this works you're
0: like what is yeah, a like bill? and yeah and like I've seen medical bills from the states before and there's always just like these weird fucking charges on Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Like, just like, oh, like ambulance fee. Don't even get me fucking started on the idea of paying for an ambulance. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. We only have to pay for an ambulance if it is considered a nuisance ambulance order. So essentially if you, or if someone ordered an ambulance like as a prank. Right, so you have to pay a fine. You're not actually paying for the ambulance. And it's a fine. If you're not paying for an ambulance. Yeah, it's not $800 Mm
2: -hmm. because you fell and needed yeah, exactly. to get to the hospital.
0: Yeah. Like, I just... in Like, an anecdotal story of someone I know who's Canadian and someone they know was in, like, a really bad situation. So the Canadian, like, called their local ambulance and had an ambulance order to their house. And those people stopped talking because of the severe bill that was placed on the latter person mm. for that ambulance being ordered.
2: Ooh, Christ.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, that was, that was out of, like, genuine concern. Mm-hmm. And it, like, practically ruined them financially. Like, how is... How are ambulances privatized? The only reason... That it doesn't make any fucking sense. ...is
2: capitalism. <laughs> there's no... Yeah. There's no market reason that
0: people should be... Well, see, the market actually organizes itself to be the most efficient. It's true. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's actually it,
0: how it... That's the truth. So, and that's
1: why it needs bailouts and government help. Mm-hmm. Um, and Like, all the time. To make money, yeah.
2: Advocates in the government at the highest mm-hmm. level and also all levels to make sure that we uh-huh. don't upset the system. Because exactly. if you upset the system, it'll start crying and that'll make the money sad. That will make
0: the money sad. Does anyone else love to be spied on? Yeah. Like, I mean, just like I'm always in some posing.
1: circumstances.
0: So the Pentagon is testing mass surveillance balloons across the US.
1: Male fantasies, male fantasies.
0: <laughs> are they helium balloons? They are. It just says high altitude balloons. I do not know how they are. Because I was just like reading this whole article trying to see if it's possible to snipe one out of the air. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, just like laser, right? Like, make it hot on one side. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like think... An ant, like I- an ant microscope, but in reverse?
0: Yeah, like an ant with a <laughs> like an ant and a microscope
1: in reverse. But it's the ant, and it's making you burn with the telescope.
0: So this was something that was put on by the...
1: Not a threat. Sorry. I not think, a think threat. it was the U.S.
0: Bad. edition of the Guardian. So I always need to specify when talking about the Guardian that we are never going to cite the U.K. version of the Guardian, <laughs> which is the turf version. Well, not the turf. Sorry, the transphobe version of the Guardian. Mm-hmm. The the U.S. version of the Guardian has like put active editorial out saying we do not agree with the positions held by the U.K. edition of the Guardian. Mm. <laughs> and I just I feel like I have to solidify that every time that I am not talking about that edition of the Guardian. Yeah. So the Pentagon is testing mass surveillance balloons across the U.S mostly in Midwestern states right now, so essentially they're stratosphere-level balloons, so, like, they're pretty high up, and they can cover large swaths of land, mm-hmm. and they're able to track vehicles from that height over, like, multiple hundred-mile like uh, distances. Huh. And these are all private corporations that are being, like, essentially contracted by the Pentagon. Great. And... There's no oversight as to what's happening with the data they are currently collecting in these tests. Okay, well, mm-hmm. Matt, you can't have so that's cool. You
2: can't have oversight
0: because they're in the stratosphere. What are you going to be above the balloon? We need to send Chris Hadfield back into space to Chris- watch over the balloons for us.
1: <laughs> Chris Hadfield going around the Earth 19 <laughs> times a day, and just every time he like passes over a balloon, he checks it and like it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. No, Chris Hadfield going around the earth 19 times a day and every time he sees one of the balloons he snipes it out of the fucking sky yes (laughs) like that reenactor who threw the um spear at a drone but yeah oh yeah but what
1: if what if it's
0: what if it's elon musk shooting a rocket into shooting the the rocket into space and uh he just drops his car on a balloon every time (laughs)
2: hey enemy of my enemy you know
0: yeah, no. If, if Elon Musk decided to shoot surveillance balloons out of the sky, I might have, I might be obligated to stand.
1: He, yeah. he, has like three different things that he could do at any time that I'd be obligated to stand him for, but he hasn't done and any of them. He just doesn't yet. do any of them.
0: Like God, there was there was actually like further information about the Boring Company's like tunnels that they're doing, and I ju- I I wish I had the article on hand, but it somehow managed to get stupider. They are the thing that was already stupid because it was essentially like it's a tunnel that you have to move at high speeds in your car and there's no rails. You're just driving through the tunnel. Mm -hmm. And
1: also, the way that they like uh, save costs is like they just make the tunnel smaller than a subway (laughs) tunnel, Mm -hmm. um, which is fine and dandy until like you have to get out of the car in the tunnel and you can't.
0: What if there's a fire? What if there's a fire, Elon? What if there's
1: anything goes wrong and. The cars are moving at high speeds.
2: I'm searching my brain for an association between Elon Musk and cars and fires, and I'm just finding none. So I think it's mm.
0: fine. <laughs> and right. I don't. see He really any is issue. the stupidest. He's the stupidest billionaire alive. The thing is, the thing, And that's a that's a high that's a low. Is a high bar or a low bar in this case? It's a very
2: high bar to be the stupidest. He's a billionaire.
0: One. He says he is. Yeah, he might be stupider, but
2: he is not a real billionaire. He's a billionaire because he values his name. To be a billion dollars, to be worth $1, oh. $1. So,
1: that's, I mean, so do I.
2: Th- right? Exactly. Alex
1: right. Leaf Crunch.
0: Alex Leaf Crunch is a brand. It's a powerful
1: brand. I mean, you owe me thirty thousand dollars for saying that.
2: My brand yeah. is so powerful that I don't even have it anymore on Twitter. <laughs> so, and by anymore, I mean I never had it on Twitter. I well, only the second
1: B stands Twitter. for billion.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you gave away my secret, that's fine. Um, the second <laughs> B today stands for birthday.
0: So the, the, the tests of these balloons have been commissioned by the U.S. Southern Command, which is responsible for disaster response, intelligence operations, and security cooperation in the Caribbean Central and South America. Why are these all one organization?
1: Yeah. That's, because like, the most, like, uh, dystopic sentence in the world. That's
0: colonialism I, shit right there, yeah. Like, I... These are, like, government agencies should not be following the same rules as capitalism where they constantly have to merge with each other. No.
2: Oh, the other thing- I can't
0: wait to work for Dis- Disney Exxon, one of the world's <laughs> three companies in ten years.
2: Um, I just wanted to say one last thing also about the, um, the Boring Company's tunnels. Uh, the only way it could get stupider is if they were um, laying out the tunnels so that they were, they spelled out the word fart in cursive.
0: <laughs> what if they spell out Jeremy Baramie?
2: What if they spelled know. it Jeremy? Bar- no, that'd be good though, because that would be a reference to
0: a cool thing. That'd be a reference to a cool and nice thing, as opposed just to just
1: like when yeah. uh, Elon tweeted about what was it? One of the animes, he about and he's about like, like "Full
0: Metal Alchemist." Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist is good. So,
2: but it's very popular, so he doesn't get credit for
0: that one. No, he absolutely does not. He also tweeted about Evangelion once, and then like the only thing he said was Nerve. Like NERV, which is the name of one of the agencies in it, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like that's just like that's a thing in Evangelion. It's not like a, a reference. You could get that by googling. It's
2: kind of like if you just were making a Harry Potter reference and you were just like, Snamed. "Ron." I think we all said a different punchline, and I didn't hear any either of the things that you two said.
1: That's fine. I think that's probably good. <laughs> that's
0: probably for the best. Anyway, the uh, the balloons are replacing um, drones that formerly did this because the balloons can go higher and can fly for longer. Because mm-hmm, right. essentially, they can just uh, they can change their altitude to maintain position by just riding air currents. Hey. Okay, hey.
1: but here's here's an idea: mm-hmm. balloons. You can't direct where they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. can only guess where they're gonna go. Um, and there's this whole like normie meme of like storming Area 51, uh-huh. which no one's yes. gonna do, right? Because like. It's just a joke. But if everyone like blows in a specific direction at the same time, we can like push the balloon off course.
0: Yeah. This is true. Yes. It'd be like, it'd be like in Futurama when Mm -hmm. they got all the robots onto one island and they had them all like aim their exhaust vents into the air Mm -hmm. to move the earth out further into its orbit. Yes. To reduce global warming. It's exactly Which we should do. We
1: should also do that. Yes.
0: Yeah. We should also do that. Anyway, um, we should, also anyway, have we should shoot all these balloons out of the sky. This is instead of storming Area Fifty One, we should storm the Midwest and snipe these balloons out of the sky. Because
2: mm-hmm. where is Area Fifty One anyway? Probably around there. True, it's yeah. in Nevada. No, I know, or New Mexico—that's where the fake one is. I don't remember where. where it is. You know, that's where they tell everyone. That's it true. Is. Um, also, you said that they substituted the balloons um, instead of drones because they can uh, go higher and last longer,
0: and like. Mm-hmm.
2: Pff- same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I get it.
0: Anyways, the, the permanent surveillance state is just always going to remind me of the Knower song that I'm definitely ending this episode with, uh, which is called The Government Knows. Mm. I won't say the lines of the song, because it's funnier if people just hear them at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready for it. It's, it it's good. It's a very good song. I'll just link you guys to the music video in, in podcast chat later. Okay. So, yeah, Forever Surveillance Continues. Um we already voluntarily submit ourselves to surveillance every day by using social media, but they don't get enough data from that. So,
1: yeah, because um, so nobody uses a it. While VPN, take public transit and pay in cash. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: public transit should be free. Yes, True. it should. It should fucking be free. Yes. I'm so mad that it's not. There's no reason that it shouldn't be. The thing is, the train's already going that way. Can't you just give us a lift? For real. <laughs> it's, 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 and God, I actually had something for um, the, the Toronto Transit Commission's electrical workers are are proposing a general strike and also proposing that we should make transit free. Mm. And I wanted to gather more information on that before I like, did a proper story on it. So expect that for a future episode. But yeah. let me just say... I am so ready to be mad about trains on this podcast, buddy. <laughs> a, buddy, um, I am so fucking ready to be mad about trains. There's a,
2: a, um, there was a, a fair hike in Boston, actually, for um, all of the uh, the public transportation of the buses and the um, T and the uh, commuter rail and stuff. And um, it coincided with, like, four things just completely fucking breaking on the trains. Like, <laughs> they're like, okay, um... Next, you know, two weeks from now, we're going to have a, a fair hike of about $0.25 cents per ride. Jesus,
0: that's a lot at once. Also,
2: the uh, red line is on fire. Um, sorry about that. And, <laughs> that's why it's red. Uh, like, every week or, t- or week and a half, there's, like, a derailment on the um, yeah. above-ground train, the, the, the green line. And it's just like, this is what we're paying extra for? Is uh, this?
0: Yeah. Cool. I mean, like, even then, that's, like... That's still transit in a major city. Like if you're Mm -hmm. ever in like in what is like in a a smaller city, you're just getting absolutely fucked year after year with absolutely no improvements Mm -hmm. because like no money is coming into the system at all because they're just not funded. Right. Mm -hmm. Like um, Sudbury's transit system is funded like even I I think I did even higher levy. Sorry, like a lower levy than the TTC is. Like the TTC is funded seventy five percent by fares, which is higher than any major American system. That is. Which is insane. There's no. That's so high. Like Chicago is like 10 percent because they're funded at the local state and federal levels. And like this is somewhere where the U.S. is beating Canada's ass. And yet the TTC is generally considered to be a better system. (laughs) That is abysmal. But like it should be funded by the government and it should just be free. Yeah. But like Sudbury, for example, which is my hometown, um, they increase their fare by 10 cents every single year. Every year on January 1st, the fare goes up by 10 cents. There has not been a major service improvement until this week. This week they're doing some overhaul to like the transfer system. So you can take transfers more easily Mm. because the transfer window is um, is 45 minutes. So like if you want to take a transfer, it has to be within 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's so short. A city that is larger than the state of Rhode Island.
1: Yeah. Like, oh, my God.
0: (laughs) it's in. It was nuts. You'd miss your transfers all the time and basically drivers would just let you on because it didn't make any sense. I don't think the, they're just like, <laughs> I don't think Boston even has transfer windows. I might just yeah, be stupid really and doing bad. them wrong,
2: but like, I don't think we even have them at
0: all. And like, they're, they're changing the way some of the routes go. They're changing the structure and making like, so there's actually like a central bus that runs along like the main road of the city. Which they should have had the whole time. Oh, wow! Yeah. Instead, Sudbury has one station that every tra- every bus goes in and out of. Great. It made no sense. So this is the first service improvement in over ten years, while the fare has increased by over a dollar. And
2: how much has,
0: um, how much has the minimum wage increased every year? Is it? Um, the minimum wage actually did go up a significant amount in Ontario a couple of years ago under the previous Liberal government. But it's not- So it is currently $14 an hour. But it's
2: not every year to adjust for inflation? No. No. Just the fare goes up every year.
0: Yes. Yeah. Is and of course anywhere the, yeah, that
1: minimum the, wage goes up every year?
2: No, but you know where that should happen?
1: Everywhere? All Everywhere. of the
2: places that exist.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, and like Sudbury, um, al- like so many people I know refuse to take the bus- because they consider it like you know because they're you know they hate poor people. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's generally it. Like the vast majority of people who take the bus are people of low income. That's what
2: I was thinking about. I was thinking about this t- like yesterday it was like people are like, "Oh, I don't like taking the bus. Or the trains all gross or like the people on it are always, you know, blah blah blah." But it's like it's only because the the only people on it or like the majority of the people on it are people who absolutely have to take public transportation yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. if if they were if transportation was nicer or like more accommodating there would be more people on it and there would be more people yeah. that weren't lower income like not that there's anything wrong with like just having something that's only for lower income people but like mm-hmm. it's only that the thing way is, because like
0: well, yeah sudbury's uh sudbury's taxi service is um a cartel, basically. Huh. So we pay a ludicrous amount for taxis if you need ever need to take them anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So like people would rather do that than see a poor person. Right, but like yeah. and like there's there's a really there's like a lot of, there's a high incidence of uh, of substance abuse and mental illness among the poor everywhere. But like in Sudbury, it's it's particularly rough, and it's just like having to see that is too much for them. It's mm. it's really disheartening how much how little people care about other people yeah it
1: is and like the thing for me i the thing that i never see people talk about when they say like i don't want to take the bus because it's gross uh is like the actual issue isn't being near poor people the issue like on public transportation is always like harassment and that can come from a poor person or it can come from just a gross person
0: yeah yeah yeah, uh, and
1: like that's the issue that needs to be addressed, and then people won't be uncomfortable taking buses.
0: Right? Yeah, absolutely. What's like? Yeah, it's like I understand people who say they don't want to walk through Sudbury's downtown at night because you'll get a lot of harassment there if you are like you know
1: not yeah. a dude. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 not because they're poor. It's because they're like Rude. men usually.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and well, yeah, their their solution is just to like put a cop on every corner as if that would make it better. Yeah, mm-hmm. which it would not. No. Then we would then I wouldn't get to see the guy who walks through downtown Sudbury with a raccoon on his shoulder. Sounds and that great. guy fucking rules. Wow.
1: Instead yes. of a cop on every corner, they should put bus stop on every corner.
0: Yes, they You're right. should. You're right and they should. That is
1: replace every cop with a bus stop.
2: Literally though? Yes. I don't see anything um wrong with
0: that. So this this we, we kinda we kind of veered into accessibility on this uh, on this topic, and that brings us to our next one, which is Domino's. Do you guys see this you one? Know, excuse me?
1: I saw it. So, I saw this, um, yes.
0: Okay. Domino's will ask the Supreme Court to reverse the ninth circuit decision that their website should be accessible to the blind. In court docs, Domino's revealed it would have cost thirty-eight thousand dollars to make it accessible, and they are fighting this. Oh no. What thirty eight thousand dollars is fucking nothing. It's nothing. First of
2: all. <laughs> yeah. First of all, they spent how much money did they spend on revamping the design of their pizza boxes to look fancier and have those how ads? How much money that said, did they know spend-
0: Food is dog shit. It's not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> how much money did they spend specifically on Hatsune Miku?
2: Seriously, Hats Hatsune Miku Hatsune Miku. How did that guy say it? The Domino's guy. It's Miku. Miku. You just said it it's- really.
0: Um, he said, said it very weird. Yeah. I'll put a clip in. Hello,
1: everyone. I'm Scott, president of Domino's Pizza. Have you heard of Hatsune Miku? Today, I'd like to announce a new collaborative project featuring Hatsune Miku. Domino's app featuring Hatsune Miku.
2: Um, $38,000 is absolutely nothing.
0: Yes. Um, so the general consensus around um, people talking about this is that it's kind of just they're fighting it for libertarian reasons in that they don't think that they should be forced to help other people. Mm-hmm. You know that one article that's like, I don't know how to tell you you should care about other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. That, but at corporations. I don't know how
2: to tell you that blind people will buy your pizza.
0: Right. Yeah. Like This would get them more than $38,000 in <laughs> pizza sales from blind people. For real. But essentially, they don't want to be forced to comply with accessibility rules. And if this goes to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court's current makeup, like, doesn't uphold mm -hmm. the decision of the Ninth Circuit Court and reverses it, that would be a huge blow to the Americans with Disability Act. Mm -hmm.
1: Which is already, like, very sparsely enforced.
0: Mm -hmm. Which is already very sparsely enforced. It's, like, impossible... To get people to enforce it because they just don't give a shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like someone robs a store and you'd get a million cops on the job a million uh, at a a moment's notice and you, someone robs your house and the cop shows up eight hours later and shrugs. Right. Like, it's, you can't get them to enforce something like this because they don't care. They're not here for you.
2: Right. There's no way that this lawsuit's gonna, well, whatever. I mean, they're not doing it to save the
0: $38,000. They're. No, it, they're doing it because it's they they don't want to have to comply to this because Slippery slope I'm sure argument. it's some right wing weirdo that runs dominoes. Yeah.
1: It's Hatsune Mike. <laughs> um everyone this an, Everyone this go play a, Yonoid two. It's a fan made uh sequel to Yonoid from the eighties, and nice. the villain is Hatsune Mike. Hatsune Mike. It's very good. Oh my god. Free. So
0: this is a the the, the The thread goes on to say, this is a landmark case for a couple of reasons. It's an ADA case. Until now, no ADA case against a website has been court decided. All of them have been settled. Anytime this has come up, it has been settled. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Ninth District Court ruled that um, this is in the guideline. And the ruling stands that if you're not WCAG, I guess that's a compliance, uh, you can be open to ADA penalties. Mm -hmm. And... If the, if the SCOTUS chooses not to hear it or chooses to upheal, uphold the decision, it would become case law. So, like, this is an opportunity for something good to happen, but we know what the current makeup of the court is. It's garbage. And one tiny old so, lady who's slightly less garbage about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And not by much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the the Supreme Court, sure am glad that it's a fucking partisan institution, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, also, there's more than one non-whatever. whatever <laughs> I just remembered that our um, RBG. Well, yeah, I- I'd say that Sotomayor and yeah. Elena Kagan are better than RBG anyway. Yeah, yeah. I just kind um, of, but like, yeah, she's the meme one. Yeah,
2: the meme one. She has that necklace that she wears every time she descends because she is hashtag woman boss.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Hashtag notorious RBG. Hashtag I don't didn't think of a hashtag before I said the word hashtag. Did that break? Is like. I I know someone one of the people who's responsible for notorious RBG. Oh boy. I wonder if I'll ever make him answer for it.
2: <laughs> I mean are you gonna answer for the bad things that have happened because of Doge? No.
0: No, God never. Yeah. So. <laughs> because so much good has happened. That's true.
1: Roy get hmm? Roy get Bipad.
0: <laughs> Roy get Bipad. Roy get bicycle.
1: Royget? Roy get boom mate.
0: Roy get- <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
1: Roy needs a roommate. Roy oh, get Boom mate.
2: I didn't know that. Okay. Uh,
0: God bless. <laughs> Roy, God
1: right, bless. Um, Roy God bless.
0: I think we could just skip the next three on the list here.
1: Oh, okay. I, I mean I do wanna I, I do want to shout out to uh, Leningrad Lindsay.
0: Yes, we can oh we can do God. that one as a shout out.
1: Um because like my nickname, uh, my Leningrad Lindsay shirt is raising a lot of questions that are answered by said Leningrad Lindsay shirt.
0: (laughs) I mean, we do have a command in the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die. Discord exclamation point Senate, which immediately gives you an image saying Senate 0% chance Democrats win. Right, And that's how I feel about this. Yeah. Like it seems like, I mean, being a Democrat in a red state is already a thankless task, but do you have to put people who are just bad at their jobs on the task? Like, I think this is why it's a red state because the Democrats don't care or try. Yeah,
1: that it's sounds. It's red state because right of it's
0: all Democrats because
1: Lenin like, Lindsey
0: Graham should not be getting reelected. Wait, wait, wait! Alex said a funny. Joke
1: well, it's a red day. state because of Leningrad Lindsey.
0: Hell. Ooh, yeah, because because America notably has the colors backwards. <laughs> in every other country in the goddamn world, red is the liberal and blue is the conservative, but the states have it different.
2: Well, because we because used red to... Because Red's scary. Because before, racism became a thing that parties took a stance on. That's what it was. Power, the party of Lincoln. Yeah. And then and then in the, the 60s, all the racist white guys were like, You know what? I, I think we should have a party just for ourselves. I'm... We're, we're going to Republicans, baby. Yeah, we're just going to call ourselves the Republicans. Yeah literally the reason that uh, the um, this is oversimplification of a class that I took, but um, uh-huh. the reason that well, I, I never took anything. So this is new <laughs> to me anyway. Uh, the, the reason that the democratic party is uh, more proportionately than the Republican party has more uh, people of color and more women in it is not because women of color, uh, people of color and women, I mean, women of color are both of those things uh, flocked to the democratic party. It's because white men Flocked to the Republican Party in massive numbers, in like yeah. in the the like sixties um, and beyond. Well, that,
0: that was yeah, all like Southern strategy shit, right? That that was Nixon's whole deal. Mm-hmm. Is like let's let's pool the racists together to try to take red states, right? Because a lot of red states were reliably blue for a while. Yep, because because they were strong union beds, mm-hmm. and
2: then and then it was like, well, what if we got people to think that uh, racism was a stronger unifier than class consciousness
0: and then it turns out they were right
2: and it, it's mm. very effective it is very effective because there there are a lot of i mean you know there's a strong history of communism and socialism and stuff in the uh american south and in the yeah uh,
0: in the Appalachians
2: yeah everywhere that we consider just be like <laughs> red skate.
0: yeah but uh racism very, pow- very. As I was like, as I was saying, the the episode that I recommended, the Trillbillies, like, don't write off red states. Yeah. There's good comrades in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, the Democrats are are just set to lose Can- because yeah they don't try. Yeah,
2: because when they go low,
0: we go to bed. <laughs> nappy time. When they go low, we go to sleep. Yeah.
1: When they go low, we go to the polls. <laughs> we. We Pokemon go to the Pokemon polls. Pokemon go to the
2: polls. Um, can I read a, a headline that I, I read to Alex earlier that I just think is yes. good? Uh, Loose bat terrorizes Spirit Airlines passengers mid flight. Where it came from? No that was idea. Me. Said, <laughs> <laughs> Where it came from? No idea, said passenger Peter, Peter Scatini, who says he eventually got a full refund from the airline. So he got a twofer. He got a visit from a bat and he got a free airline.
0: Uh, I, yeah, I think this sounds like a win-win to me. Yeah,
2: I really, I just enjoy the article because it also, uh, first of all, like, the bat didn't appear until 30 minutes into a 90-minute flight, <laughs> so it wasn't like, oh, no, a bat just came in. It was like, this bat was like chilling and was like, you know what, I need to go to the restroom. Um, yeah. Use. And also the article that describes it uh, does use the word spooked <laughs> to say that, it, you know, the sp- <laughs> the, the bat spooked passengers, which is... You wouldn't say spooked if it was a bird, but no, you wouldn't. It's because it's spooky, like Halloween. Like Halloween.
1: Um, I think this bat's actually a genius because he can say, "I just flew in from Minnesota, and I can still fly because my arms aren't tired."
0: <laughs> the bat is truly smarter than all of us. <laughs> the bat has a tight fifteen. Spe- speaking of st- speaking of straight uh, of strange omens, uh, Las Vegas is being swarmed by grasshoppers. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Um, so th- there's a tweet from uh, Citrus Inferno from July 27th, 2018. Stamps blood moon next to black sarcophagus on the Omens bingo card. Oh my God. Because that was when they found a, the, one of the like expeditions found a black sarcophagus and there was also a blood moon at the same time. Mm-hmm. I And then like almost exactly one year later, Las Vegas was being swarmed by grasshoppers. So which biblical pet plague is next and which city is it going to hit? <laughs>
1: So I'm looking up the biblical plagues.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm also going to do this, and just, just to have them handy. I'll make some mechanical keyboard sounds, too, just
2: to...
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so we got um, blood. That is covered by the blood moon, I think. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, is it going to be
1: frogs? I, didn't frogs already happen? Frogs
0: already kind of happened to Australia. Um, God voice, sorry, I stacked them. When they introduced them.
2: cane toads. Sorry? God voice, sorry, I sacked them, lol.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> frogs? No, okay. God resigned. Um, pestilence of livestock. I feel like large scale die offs of livestock happened in um, in Russia when the permafrost was melting, mm. and like all the all the reindeer got brain parasites from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's another omen. That one's already covered. It also
2: happened uh, in the 1980s when uh, the um, the U.S. government had a subsidy program for dairy farmers because there's too many c- dairy cows. They said we'll pay you if you kill your cows you kill this many cows and the dairy Classic. farmers were like okay and then they did and they got the money and they bought more cows
1: um the plague of darkness happened with the 2017 uh, solar eclipse
0: true
2: or did it happen um on television's game of thrones
1: mm. Mm.
0: when who mm. is going to be beset with a plague of
1: boils so that was when susan boyle i was a bean. <laughs>
0: No. Like the funniest Futurama episode where yeah, she's named where she, her name was Susan Boyle and she's a singing Boyle. And she
1: couldn't sing good, which was the thing about Susan Boyle that you gotta know.
0: <laughs> From the famously good episode of the Futurama revival with the with the iPod uh, yeah. which is like a device you put in your eyes. Yes,
2: yep.
1: It is an iPhone, but go off.
0: It was an iPhone, got it. Was it yeah, it was
2: because it was a phone in there. Thunderstorm of hail and fire is everywhere. Everything is on yeah, fire. Yeah, that's just
1: happening all the time now.
0: I'm thinking that, like, a true firestorm is gonna hit New York City at some point. Mm. Like, just, like, straight up, just fiery meteors from the sky.
2: Oh, actually, in Russia right now, um, in, uh, I think it's Siberia, there's, there's, a uh, heat lightning, and just stuff's on fire, and, um, it's not close enough- What the Christ? It's not close enough to a city- for it to be economically feasible for the government to help, so it's just going to burn forever till it gets closer to more
0: people, and then the Russian government will help. Oh, cool! Yeah. So it'll be like like Centralia, Pennsylvania, which has been on fire since the sixties.
1: Think that was a good pull. I was going to say that one. I didn't know the name though.
0: Yeah, my friend, my friend Matt, um, who I did mention earlier in this episode, but I'm not going to tell you where because it would be outing him for a great injustice that he performed. Okay. Um, went to Centralia and wrote a really good essay about like just like the 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 long history of coal mining and how it's been environmentally disastrous. Mhm. Is it's very good. I'll 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 link the piece in the, in the show notes. What's the
2: story of Centralia? Is that where the Burning Man festival happens every year?
0: <laughs> no. It was a um they moved a garbage dump. Mhm to like an admi- abandoned mine area okay. and a coal vein caught on fire. Uh-huh. And it has been on fire since. Great.
1: And it's been like 40 years?
0: Like about 40 that's years. That's cool. That's. And it's just like, it's, it's very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like four people still live there because mm-hmm. they refused to relocate. Well. So I'm thinking that all these plagues have already happened.
1: Uh, well, there's no, there's been no plague of lice or gnats. So that's the next one.
0: That is the next one. Who's it going to hit? I'm thinking it might hit like lice and gnats aren't something that vaccines cover. Cause I'm thinking like somewhere where there's just a strong anti-vax contingent Mm -hmm. seems like the kind of place where lice is just going to hit anyway, Mm -hmm. but those things aren't covered by those kind of medications.
1: No. Um, I mean like for gnats, it might be somewhere where like permafrost is melting. So maybe Russia again, or probably us.
0: Probably us, probably Canada. I mean, I am, like, just constantly in love with the fact that tick populations are steadily moving north with climate change. Oh, it's great. Like, ticks, a thing that I never had to worry about because they were not in my climate area. Mm -hmm. I think I yelled about this the last time I was on, too. The last time they- Because I fucking hate the idea of ticks. I was on as well. It's
1: it's because they keep trying to promote the tick on podcasts.
0: Griffin Newman's doing it. (laughs) Griffin Newman is is responsible for the plague of ticks. Ugh.
1: Um, the last plague is, like, death of firstborns, but that's not very funny.
0: No. So, um, but hell I did want to mention all. it,
1: just so that we don't get added about it.
0: Yeah. Death of firstborns?
1: Yeah. Firstborn sons.
0: What if... I mean, that isn't me, so I'm fine. You know,
2: but what, it, what if it was Don Bill Trump Jr.? That would be oh. funny, because we don't like him. He'd be dead.
0: That would be funny, because we don't like him.
2: Not... Not a threat. Yeah, not no making threat. a threat. Just making it's just stating a fact. Donald Trump Jr. is Pokemon going to die? I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: I wonder if the plagues are like transphobic. Like would I go? Because I'm not a son. No. But I am firstborn.
2: I think I think that the the plagues
1: does being trans get you out of it? It might. Well, and if it doesn't, you can cancel God.
2: Yeah. Can <laughs> can God make a gender that even she can't? I don't know. Where I was going with this one is started
1: transition with, to
2: yeah here's the thing because the way that the firstborn son thing worked, didn't you have to if you put goat's blood above your door then you wouldn't get visited by that plague yeah, so I think if it's a plague that's um kind of if it's if it's based on um, being evaluated on an individual basis, I don't think that it would be administered in a way that it would become transphobic, you know like I don't think it's as as simple as oh. You were born first, so, you were assigned a boy, you must be firstborn son. It's, you know, a holistic right. approach that this plague is taking. Well,
1: no. Well, if you've, if you've seen the Prince of Egypt 1998 movie, mm-hmm. um, you, you see that, like, it's kind of a thoughtless tentacle that, like, goes through the streets and just, like, gets turned away mm-hmm. by the goat's blood. Um, so I think okay. we could update that for modern times, where instead of goat's blood above the door, it's just one of the, like, ubiquitous trans flags that everyone has, <laughs> um, that I don't know where to buy one. Um but that's just above your door.
2: If it's in the, yeah, if it's in your window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Above your door. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But you also have been called a goat.
1: Goat. It's blood.
2: You have blood in you.
1: I do have blood. So, so it's my goat blood.
2: You're a goat blood. So you're fine. And I'm fine. Cause also I was called a goat by. But...
1: So anyone who's goat is good. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Which is where goat that tracks from.
1: the word good.
0: <laughs> it's true. Thanks so much. <laughs> happy to help we did the plague math so we did the plague math and that is um that is in fact episode
1: we're plague doctors now
0: we're plague doctors can we get the cute masks yes yeah the masks are so fucking cute
2: did you know that they're they were so that you didn't smell the gross plague smells yes.
1: yeah the noses are full of like flowers
2: i didn't know that i thought it was just it's very
0: Just little aromas. The aesthetic is very fucking cool. I feel like they wouldn't have caught on if they didn't look that
2: cool. It's extremely, yeah, it's extremely strong.
0: So uh, this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, We have Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail. All of these things are HKIPGTD. We have a subreddit. Uh, slash r slash hkipgtd thank you to bisexual punch party for setting that up for us um we also have a discord you can get the link from the front page of noisespace.xyz, which is the podcast network on which we are hosted by me because i do it yay it's you we got new shows we got new shows on the network mm. um, we have a show called radish which is a show and tell podcast like a pop culture thing we have um Recently, oh. one of them did the, uh, the viral Bigger Than Before arts and crafts video and then licked the egg that resulted from it. And it was a disgusting video, and it's been retweeted to the Noise Space uh, Twitter. So if you want to look at that, you can look there.
1: Bigger Than Before.
0: Bigger Than Bigger Than Before. Um, We'd what like else to. Is you, on the uh, network? There's also a podcast called Ham Steak.
1: So two oh. different food podcasts.
0: Two different food podcasts. Ham Steak is about Homestuck, um, hosted by Lydia and someone named Alex Leaf
1: Crunch. You cut out there. I didn't hear who it was.
0: Alex Leafcrunch. It was Alex Leafcrunch. Oh.
1: Yeah. You owe me $30,000 each now. Gotcha. Oh.
2: oh, yeah. Dang it. No. Shit. You've been tricked. You've been got.
0: On uh, the other new podcast is Picking Up Something Good, which is a limited event series podcast uh, in collaboration with Neo Detritus Records, where Mace and Nikki... Listen to the entire Radiohead discography. Mace is very familiar with the works of Radiohead, and Nikki has never listened to them before, so it's that kind of podcast.
1: What if, um, what if? So you know Jonathan Joestar's body.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, but continue. I know it very has,
1: well. Has no head on it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but there is a there is a head on it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And what if it was Ray? Dio-head.
0: Oh! Okay, okay. I see what you're putting down. Oh.
2: It's a pretty rad Dio-head.
0: Nice. True. Speaking of, uh, speaking of JoJo, the JoJo podcast of uh, Friends of the Show, Brooks and Eddie, has officially gone dormant and is going to be replaced <gasps> on the exact same feed with a podcast for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood called five grams of iron
1: I'm and very i'm excited.
0: very very excited for it I'm excited. i've never watched it i'm excited to finally understand the plot of full yeah yeah
1: the only thing i know about it is like the first or second episode is about something bad happening to a girl and a dog
0: that's number four
1: number four number and four. the way people talk about it without spoiling it makes it extremely obvious what happens so i'm looking yes. forward to getting that out of the way <laughs>
0: Uh, I'd like to thank the taxpayers for the use of their song, Evil Men, which is our theme song. And since I already know what the song is going to be at the end, I'd like to thank Knower for the use of our ending song called The Government Knows. Um, We are also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, you can throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Any donation is appreciated and gets you access to bonus content, including pre-shows, post-shows. And anything we release, such as Lightbringers, we're going to try to get that uh, Storm of Swords one up soon. We have a pre-show for once, because we were being funny before we started the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, we would also we also have a $5 tier, which gets you a special one on our Discord and a shout-out in the podcast for being such a good comrade. And then the $10 tier gets you the ability to listen to our podcast as we record it, which uh, Stephanie was doing before she started brushing her hair. And which apparently <laughs> Matt is doing right now. Still oh, you are still listening. You got your you got your Bluetooths on.
1: Is Looker listening?
0: Looker is always listening, but he's mostly looking. Mm. So, Listener. I would like to thank our five and ten dollar patrons, which include Roan, the other V Berg. Dr. Activisionary, Burgermeister, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Alex Schaup, Six Arms Sweater, Bryce, A Sexual Fish Tank, Ashinu, Nick Verne, Alex Hoot, Dick Bud is the Real Jesus, Maximilian Roer, Tufster McGee, Kangaria, Bryant, Mogu, Nick Clarkson, Cadejo, Florian Siegel, Destry Hawk, PR the Disaster, The Tallest Jew, Michael Weems, Nun Byronary Left Beef, Summer Geist, Dijonais, Chaz Goblin, Paul Blart, Fleshcart, Cart, Anders, and Ellen the anarcho
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, as we always say,
1: no, we're not done. We still have lightbringers.
0: Oh yeah, we have lightbringers. <laughs> as we we're do as we Patreon. always say. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about lightbringers.
1: I mean, it happens to me every week. Yes. Um, uh, if you need a second to think of when I have one. Yeah, go first. Um, and I wasn't gonna ring this, but um, I kept thinking of it over the course of this episode because we talked about a lot of things that made me think, oh yeah, there's a 99% Invisible podcast episode about that. Mm. Um, There's like four or five different things we talked about that if you're interested in, just search like, there's one episode about um, surveillance balloons being used, I forget in which Mexican city, but like talking about how law enforcement there use these balloons that are going to be used in the States and like how this has already affected people. Um, There's one about Centralia, I think. There's one about... Uh, what else did we talk about?
0: I already forget. Everything leaves my mind the second I say it. <laughs> you talked about John Delaney. Uh, it was
2: probably.
1: Nice I don't name. think there's one about that, but there's probably one about uh, website blindness accessibility.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. It's it's a podcast about how the designed world is supposed to be 99% invisible, so you don't even notice um, unless the 1% of stuff sticks out. hmm uh, you've probably already heard of it It's like one of the most popular podcasts in the world But it's really really good And it always gives me food for thought And makes me go Aha yeah I've heard of that <laughs> So yeah that's mine
0: Val you got one?
2: Um, I'm gonna say uh, The um, Another noise based podcast uh, City Girls Make Do Is very mm. good And has it is very good. recently had Two extremely cool Gender nonconforming And and or trans guests on, just to not to name names, but it's me and Alex,
1: mm. and we're
2: great. So you are good.
1: It is true. You
2: can listen to any episode that you want of City Girls Make Do, but there's one with me on and one with Alex on. So eventually, I'll be on it. Eventually, Matt go on. City I mean, Make
0: in Do. more in more than I was on the last episode where I just kind of yelled things from the other side of the room.
2: <laughs> but you contributed very uh, positively to the episode because I believe you were the one that. <laughs> I did say Miranda. <laughs> and and also you said the thing about uh Megalopunny being the um horniest. Yeah.
1: Oh Pokemon. yeah. I with forgot about with that.
2: Zero hesitation, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey Matt. Look. Hey Matt, are you in here? I've- what's the what's the horniest Pokemon? Megalopunny.
0: I've been online forever. I know
2: these
0: things. <laughs> sometimes you just know. Sometimes you just know. Uh,
1: sometimes My
0: Lightbringer this week <laughs> is the bbc series fleabag mm. which me and stephanie started watching uh it's by phoebe waller bridge it's um like a comedy series about i don't know kind of just about her relationships and about her obsession with sex <laughs> in season one at least um we've still we're still have finished the first season um as a bbc series they're six episode seasons and they're half hour episodes wow and there's only two of them and it's confirmed done So, like, Uh, the perfect length for anything to be. I love to hear all those words in sequence. There isn't
1: a secret final episode?
0: No, there's not a secret final good (laughs) episode, because it's all good the whole time. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, season one was from uh, 2016, and then 2019 is where season two came out, and it was nominated for a bunch of Emmys, and I hope Phoebe Waller-Bridge wins some. Um, Excellent. She also created Killing Eve, so, like, she's... such a good show. ...very good at what she does. Yes. Nice. So... So yeah, flea bag. I'm gonna not recommend a podcast this week as I usually. But do. I recommended
1: one, so it evens out.
0: Yeah, it all evens out.
1: I also recommended one.
0: Oh Are yeah, <laughs> we done this time. <laughs> I think so. Because I always just forget we... the things we do at the end of the episode because I have no brain. Do we plug? I our... the think there's
1: something at the top of the doc that says what to mention at the end of every episode.
0: Do we plug you ourselves yet? Have we done that? We could plug
2: ourselves. Uh. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> i'm val flight cub my twitter is flight cub two b's the second b stands for birthday because it's my birthday today and i birthday (laughs) (laughs) it's true yeah that was me thinking about and then not mentioning that i had tweeted out my amazon i wish i'm not good 20 which i wouldn't mention on the podcast Go buy, go buy them something nice. I would never say yeah. to buy me anything on
0: my Amazon list, which I tweeted out. Uh, I'm Matt. You can find me on Twitter at MattGCN. I have like 8,000 podcasts. Some of them still have episodes being made. I recorded an episode of Tuning Fork yesterday about the Animal Collective album Merryweather Post Pavilion, uh, which will be going up soon. And tomorrow, I'm recording an episode of Giants Confirmed about the They Might Be Giants album, John Henry. So... You can hear me in a lot of places. You ever podcast? I also I podcast sometimes. I also have uh, a Mixcloud account, which I have been uploading my old radio shows to. So if you want like music recommendations and to hear me talk a bunch, mm-hmm. um, I uploaded like more than eighteen hours of shows like just three days ago. <laughs> Hell so. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot on there. If you wanna, if you want some good music recommendations from back when I still listened to music regularly and wasn't all podcasts all the time.
1: Nice. Um, I'm Alex Leafcrunch. You can find me at Leafcrunch on Tumblr and Twitter. Um, I do the Hamsteak podcast now on Um The feed. Uh, f- so funny story. Uh, <laughs> thing that you should always know is don't write your show notes in the Tumblr text editor, because all of the links will become Tumblr redirect links that will break. Oh no! Uh, so so uh, the show notes for the updated feed are uh, still a work in progress, a little construction man gif, um, <laughs> but they will eventually all be fixed. Uh, but yeah, you can listen to Hamstake right here on the Noise Space Network. And we're recording a new podcast episode for that, hopefully uh, in the next week.
2: Hey. Woo woo!
1: Y'all hear about hamsteak. I mean, homestock. I get them too confused because they're the same word.
0: They are the same mm-hmm. word.
1: But yeah, that's me. That's my... So you
0: want to know what the other thing we always say is? Time to leh. <laughs> Memento Pokemori. Memento, Memento
1: Pokemori. Poke Semper funny. We hate cops.
0: Leh. True.
1: <laughs> le.
0: The government knows when you masturbate. The government knows when you masturbate. The government knows when you feel alone. And it's getting late, and you're sitting at home. Looking straight through your webcam. Looking at you as Uncle Sam. Look him in the eyes with your balls in your hand and stick it to the man. In the zone, weird look on your face. This is how you store it in their database. They're all around, they're all no way. The only dick they haven't seen is Edward Snowden's.
1: Do it,
2: Lisa. You'll be greater than or equal to boys.
0: Even though you're only eight, your possibilities are infinite.
2: 27!